totally Byron. Yes. You were lost and now you're found, but now you are found here. Where is here? Here is Stratford upon Avon. Good morrow from the birthplace of Shakespeare, Landon. Oh, oh no. <laughs> I feel like this is how this is going to go. Uh, I just feel like this is how it's going to go. What a merry day uh, to you and yours, good friend. Okay. Yes, yes. Hello, hello. Yes. Shakespeare's home. They talk about they talk like that in the streets even today here. It's very cool. That is very cool. No, they that don't. It's extremely it's, No, it's modern. It's a modern. I was going to say you want you wandered yourself into some weird Renfair area <laughs> yeah. that I did. Trevor upon Avon does uh, have that kind of feel to it. Uh, but before we get to Shakespeare, um, uh, yeah, I, I, I want to talk about where I stopped on the way up here, which was a, a place called Bath, Bath, England. It's about two hours uh, west of England, and it's called Bath because its most notable west, thing is a uh, uh, what did I say? You said England, but you you meant London. But right. I knew what you meant. No, two hours west of England is Ireland. Uh, yes, I meant <laughs> I meant London. I meant London. Um, thank you. This is see, we have live fact checking, and it's important. It's important. Yes, two hours on a train from London to the west, uh, you find Bath. Bath. Uh, it's called Bath because it has a famous hot springs, and they started calling it Bath. Because you could take baths there, and the name just sort of stuck. Great. They didn't over. They, that's that's so simple. Yeah, they they kept it simple. They didn't uh, uh, make it too hard. And um, these these hot springs actually came to came to fame when the Romans uh, built a huge complex over this hot springs and used their plumbing skills to get the water into sort of a central bathing area. Uh, so that they could basically, you know, relax and have fun in a, in a spa that they built in the year 60 AD. Hmm. Wow. Yes. And uh, that's sort of the highlight. Um, you go in there. It's a two-story sort of Roman stone and marble. And you see the beautiful water. And it's all lit up. And uh, I liked it. That was That was... I always talk about these things that I've never seen anywhere else, and that was definitely one of them. I, I also, when I go around it, I'm like, wow, the Romans from Rome, not only did they build this thing in England, they invaded and conquered England in the first place in the like just like 50 years after Jesus was born. Like that blows my mind. Yeah. Like the it's Germans crazy. had airplanes and they couldn't do that. <laughs> right and julius caesar on a sunday is like you know what i want i want to go across that and i want to conquer it and he did right and then they built crazy things wherever they were that are still standing today and are now the major tourist draw to the city in england yeah i mean you know say what you want about those romans but <laughs> Uh, my favorite have you seen the movie uh sorry we're already going tangent but have you seen the movie life of brian 
Yeah, of course. Yeah, so Life of Brian is about uh, Jerusalem during the Roman Age, and there there's these, uh, you know, Judea terrorism groups because they hate the Romans and they want them out. And they have this great conversation. It's like, what have the Romans ever done for us? And they're like, um, well, they have the plumbing system. It's like, right, okay. Uh, other than the plumbing system, what have the Romans ever done for us? It's like, well, there's not murders in the streets anymore. It's like, okay, other than the plumbing the murders of the streets. What of the and they just listed. I love that, but it's it's kind of true. <laughs> yeah. So this is pretty spectacular. Still to see. I didn't go to Bath whenever I was in England uh, again twenty years ago. Right. But um, I didn't make it there. Um, no, it's great. We thought about it, but it got it got knocked off the list. But it was it was cool. Yeah, it's great. It's 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 sort of a higher you know kind of an upscale town. You can't you can't bathe in the in the in the actual Roman. What uh, I know. Very, very disappointing. No deal. Very disappointing. But they have they have co-opted the hot springs to to build actual modern spas. So it's a very high end um, sort of resort town that you can go. But the site itself is very cool because it's half, you know, uh, it, it's half you visit it, but also it's half actual archaeological site. And they found some very cool things like uh, the, the golden head of Minervus, one of their gods. Um, which they found in 1727, which basically showed them that this settlement was much more important than anything else in England because they had this gold head position there. Um, huh. So I, I think little tidbits like that uh, are always interesting. Also, they they found these metal um, scraps that had messages written on them, and they realized that basically if someone wronged you, that you could etch into this metal scrap your complaint and then throw it into the hot spring and the gods would make it come true and they've recovered these and you can see them and my favorite one uh, it's mostly about theft so basically one of the metal scraps that they found that i looked at said someone stole my cape curse them so people would take their clothes off to go into the hot springs, even in Roman times, and then someone would steal their shit, and then they would curse them with this this thing and then walk home naked. Yeah, people always sucked, as it turns out. Like, the, there wasn't a time when all, everybody was cool for, to each other. No, 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 people always yeah. sucked. Human nature, undefeated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but uh, it was cool. It's just a cool, a cool thing to walk around. Lively streets um, with street performers. There was a guy on a unicycle with a, a a whip and fire batons, and he hung a balloon of water. And on the unicycle, he whipped it and and splashed everyone with it on these cobblestone streets. Uh, it's just a cool place to walk around. A, a fun vibe and centered around this sort of Roman. Uh, this Roman bathhouse. I, I, I like bath. Yeah. Cool. Bath. Thumbs up. Thumbs up bath. on bath. Uh, a, a, a quick, a quick food note before we move on. I went to, uh-huh. uh, uh, Sally Lund's historic eating house, um, which is the oldest house house health, the oldest house in bath from 1482. Uh, and Jeez. Sally Lund created these things called trenchers and a trencher is uh basically you you have steak and sauce or whatever your entree is some vegetables and instead of a plate 
you use a giant piece of bread, and that's a trencher. Oh, great. And it was good. It was good. Uh, I also went to a tea room for 1502, sort of like a stone hobbit-looking building. And there's just stuff like that all around. And you can walk around. Uh, I, I like it. So definitely, yeah, thumbs up on Bath. Thumbs up on bath, hobbit tea rooms, and <laughs> trenchers. And trenchers, and, and and curses to the gods from victims of, of thievery. <laughs> <laughs> what more could you want? That was my good cape. That was my good oh. cape. That's why I didn't bring it in the bath with me. Oh, yes. <laughs> Vesuvius, I warned you not to take your good cape. <laughs> That's the only name I could, only Roman name I could think of uh, quickly. Good. I don't even know if it's, it's really accurate. good. And, uh, who knows? Who knows? It's a, it's a volcano. I know that. <laughs> they did. Um, all right. To the main event. We move slightly north from Bath, still in England, not to two hours to the west of England, uh, <laughs> to Stratford upon Avon. And it's a strange name, but upon Avon basically means on the river because the town is Stratford and it's on the Avon river. Thus you have Stratford upon Avon, the home yeah. of William Shakespeare. And it seems, it seems weird to us, but that's, there's, that's a naming convention in England. Everywhere. They, there's many, there's a lot of towns that have that kind of a name. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so uh, yes, uh, the home of William Shakespeare, he was born here in 15, 64 uh um and 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 lived a, a merry life he grew up here and some some places you go to and you can sort of it's a historic place but it's dilapidated or you can see the outside and you can't go in and experience there are many places like this i've found and been fr frustrated by during my travels um but in the 1800s this group called the the Shakespeare Birthplace Trust, bought his birth house and then bought like six other buildings related to him around town. And so for 200 years, they've been not only preserving these buildings, but promoting them and, and re, re, recreating them to look like they would as when he was alive. And I love that stuff. That's awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. It's great. And and so, I you know, you started his birthplace and where he grew up, his dad's glove making workshop is there and you go to the bedroom where he was literally born uh, and walk around. There was a great um, uh, one of my favorite things in my travels is is historical recreation videos that you could watch at museums with like reenactors, you know, showing you how it was back in the day. Yeah. Well, this had the live version of that, which is even better, which is a guy in Shakespeare's bedroom sitting there in like the garb of the late 1500s, Elizabethan England. And he's he's sitting there and you can kind of ask him questions and he he answers <laughs> in, in, in character. <laughs> Great. Man, I cannot get enough of that. I can't get enough of that. Um, and, and speaking of performance uh, art and characters, you go to the backyard of Shakespeare's house and you find uh, what I believe to be two high school theater students who work there and just do Shakespeare sonnets and scenes back Perfect. to each other. <laughs> Landon, where was this when I was in high school? This is my dream job. 
I would have loved well, that. Well, this is, you know, this is England. You know what I mean? They uh. they respect their actors a little bit more. There's more to do. You could have, like, a- acting's a profession, you know? If you're not if you're not on a unicycle <laughs> in the street in Bath uh, whipping a balloon, you're doing sonnets or answering questions as Bill Shakespeare. I, I really feel like I missed out. Uh, 16-year-old me would have would have gone for this job and and done it with enthusiasm i i really would have liked would he really would have liked to do it but but alas alas right <laughs> that's that's the the word that's that's the <laughs> phrase yes that's the word that is used a lot alas alack alas alack i lack alas oh boy <laughs> oh boy <laughs> We are on one. Did you learn anything? Did you learn anything while you were there? Yeah, man. I learned. Did you learn anything that you did not know? I learned tons of shit, dude. Uh, All right. Um, I learned about. Uh, I didn't know that he'd come back there. He came back there at the end of his life. Um, so you could you have his. So there's like five different buildings, five or six different buildings that they own. The birthplace, of course, which is sort of where I started. Then I went to hit, uh, King Edward the Sixth School, which was the schoolhouse where he got his grammar school education. And you can go up into um, his classroom, which they've made it look exactly like it was then. And there's a professor there who, again, <laughs> another one of these uh, in-character people, one of, the, one of these jobs that would be waiting for us had we if we moved to England. This is where this yes. is what we would be doing. And you know, I would film him, and he's like, "Oh, an in, an interesting brick you have there, uh, ha ha!" You know, just that. Oh boy, real camp. Oh but boy, it, but it's good. It's the right. <laughs> you don't want someone taking that too seriously. <laughs> like you know, like put it away or cut out your tongue or something like that, <laughs> scaring the children. Um, but you go right. to his schoolhouse. Uh, I, I also, the thing I skipped was Hall's Croft, which was the house that Shakespeare's daughter, uh, Susanna, and, and her husband, who was a guy named Dr. Hall, they lived in this house. And I, I said, um, yeah, thanks, but no thanks. I, I don't <laughs> I, I don't think I need to see that. Um, was that a little, was it just a little like, eh, this is a little tangential. No, thanks. Yeah. And I, I guess it's good that they own it to sort of complete the collection, but it wasn't something of burning, you know, desire that I, that I had to see. This like, isn't some department store Christmas village that, uh, you know, some, <laughs> your, your grandmother collects. You know? Yeah. Uh, but the, the birthplace trust definitely does collect. So I, I, I passed on that. It's like. Yeah, do yeah, you want to see sure. George Washington's house or do you want to see George Washington's daughter's house? Like, well, what did she do? Not, <laughs> she didn't really do anything that I know of. Uh, she had a pretty nice house. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, mean, I hope so. Um, so, but uh, you do have his, his the, the house that he died in, which is called Shakespeare's New Place. And this was this this was his um, he got rich and famous and then came back to his roots and bought a big mansion uh, mm-hmm. move. And he died in this place. And uh, this was sort of the end, the end of his career. He wrote The Tempest here. He wrote some some of his most famous works here. Um, here's the problem. The mansion, the house, it's no longer there. It's a it's an empty lot. 
Uh, now they've done a great job. There's a there's a garden and there's little like flags that have his plays on, and they've created his garden to to be like it would have when he was walking around being inspired. But the house itself is gone, and there's an, a wonderful story about why why it's not there anymore. Um, so basically, when Shakespeare died, this house went to his family, and then it uh, they sold it after you know a hundred years or something like that. Uh, and in 17, uh, 1756, a guy named uh, Francis Gastrel, who was a reverend, he was kind of sick and tired of um, visitors because this site, this house, was a major tourist attraction even back in the day. Because the thing about Shakespeare is he, he was doing his thing at the end of the 1500s and was always heralded even at the time. So anything that he was a part of or touched was historic even even almost immediately you know what i mean yeah um so this was a tourist attraction and so people would just come up and visit the house i assumed it was a little more you know there's no visitor center it's just the guy lives there and people are coming in peering at you know in the window um (laughs) i have to imagine it's like i went to albuquerque new mexico and walter white's house is an actual house there and <laughs> yeah, the right. people who own it like hate that people come and take pictures, um, which I must say that I, I, I did from across the street. Well, of, of course. But he, here's the problem. There's an iconic scene in Breaking Bad where he throws a pizza on the roof. Right. Which uh, because people are assholes, they get videos of themselves throwing a pizza <laughs> on the roof of Walter White's house. Yeah. And the funny thing is, this this is exactly what this is what's wrong with America and our society. I mean, one of the things. But you know, we're talking about William Shakespeare versus a fictional television show. <laughs> so, like that's the like you're going to a set, you know, basically, uh, yeah. and then and doing a thing at a set. Like that's a little strange to me. It's a little strange. Similarly, like the same thing happens in, I went to Santa Fe and George RR Martin lives in Santa Fe, Mm. the writer of game of Thrones. Yes. And, and he still lives there. He, he lives there in a house. It's just a, like a modest house and you can easily look it up and go drive by it. Right. And there's nothing there, but I mean, you know, it's the same thing, but he's there also, but he's there. uh, (laughs) Presumably he's there. Um, not writing a book, um, <laughs> but he also has, he apparently he also owns the house across the street and that is just for storage. He <laughs> just puts stuff in that house, which just is to, crazy to me. Just to, to, to keep his creepy dragon porn collection. <laughs> He's got too much dragon too porn. Much dragon it porn. Takes up, you know, his wife wanted the dining room back. So, <laughs> <laughs> but you can't just throw that stuff out. It's vintage. That's right. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, but you say Americans, but uh, but uh, I don't know. It kind of sounds like people were doing the same thing 300 years ago in England. So I think yeah, there's something fair. about fame, and I think there's something about people being assholes, even intentionally or unintentionally. A lot of people are just curious, and they want to see a thing, and it's cool. It's a cool life experience for them. But when that life experience you know, affect someone that lives there every single day, I could see how it would be annoying. Yeah, very annoying, for sure. Here's the problem. He was, the Reverend Gastrel was uh, was pissed off by this, the, all the visitors. 
that he destroyed a mulberry tree that uh, Shakespeare had planted 200 years ago in the the garden of his house. (laughs) And the townsfolk did not like this, Landon. They did not appreciate this destruction. So they broke the windows, all the windows in his house they broke. Um, Gastrel wanted to make his property bigger um, uh, and extend his garden to give himself a little more room. Uh, they, the town said no, and they raised taxes on him. So, <laughs> so Reverend Gastrel, um, he, 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 he demolished the house. He, wow. He, he burned Shakespeare's house to the ground and nothing <laughs> has been there ever since. And, I love that. You know, he thought this would solve the problem, but it didn't. He was forced to leave town. Because there was an outrage, um, an outrage over this, as well there should, you know. Yeah, what are you gonna? What he he can't go to the market anymore. It's not like he can like you know. What are you gonna be standing next to that dude buying an apple? Yeah, right. Yes, yes, right. Just people whispering, you know. Reverend Gaskell doth protest too much, you know, at every corner. (laughs) You can't live like that, Landon. No, you really can't, and you shouldn't, so he should have gone somewhere. So there's also uh, Anne Hathaway's college, uh, or her cottage, Anne Hathaway's cottage, where she grew up, uh, Shakespeare's wife. I love that her name is the same name as the actress. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's I never perfect. get over that. Um, it's such a weird, rare thing where a historical name is the same as a, as a, a, a contemporary name. I, I love that. Um, yeah, and you would think that, like, well, I mean, you would think on paper, it's like, well, it seems like it's a pretty common name, but I, I guess I, I don't know any other Anne Hathaways. No. So. No. No. But good for her. Good for them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I skipped that as well. That one was a little, that was a little outside of town because it was a basically a farm. Um, uh-huh. So I, and I, I only have a couple days here. Uh, so uh, sadly, I skipped that. But I hit the I hit the highlights, and and of course, um, being here, there is um, it, the Royal Shakespeare Company is appropriately based here, and they yes. have a, a theater a, that is built in this in this sort of like the Globe Theater, three you know three tiers uh, theater in the theater in the round or close to it. So I saw a production. They have shows every night. I saw a production of Shakespeare in the home of Shakespeare. I thought it was only appropriate. Fantastic. Yes. Of course. Yes. A a little, a little ditty called measure for measure. Not one of the most popular plays. Uh, It's one of the problem plays, which uh, it's called a problem because they don't know if it's uh, um, a comedy or a drama. It's kind of both. Basically, the Prince okay. of Vienna has too much time on his hands, and so he goes in disguise and starts messing with people. Um, but it was very cool, and I, I like seeing I like seeing things like that in, in inspiring places. You know, this is arguably the greatest writer in the history of the world, and you're seeing his work in in the place where he grew up. I I, I like I like the the symmetry of all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. cool. Um, after the play, I went to a pub called, uh, the dirty duck, which is right around the corner. Um, it's been pubbing since 1738. Uh, this thing has been around and because tell me that's on a t-shirt. I, I know. Oh, that's good. Just pubbing, pubbing since 1738. Brah. That's good. I'll send them. I'll tweet at them, uh, and ask that they make a shirt. 
Um, but I like the Dirty Duck because this is the, this is, as actors, uh, <laughs> I don't know, we can call ourselves actors, right? Uh, we, we do improv, yeah. oh, we've hit yeah. the stage many times. Um, yes. In theater in general, there's a tradition um, where you always have the place to go drink afterwards. You always have the the post-show hangout because you're celebrating, you've created this thing, and you want to go hang out and have a drink. So the Dirty Duck, since 1738, has been the spot for actors uh, from the Royal Shakespeare Company, um, who's, who've done productions for, for centuries um, because of the Shakespeare prominence. Actors have always wanted to perform Shakespeare here. They would all go to the Dirty Duck after the show and get drinks. So that's what exactly what I did, uh, and and I, I I yeah I got a little tipsy like where Shakespeare would. <laughs> nice, got a little got a little got a little dirty at the duck. <laughs> a little dirty at the duck. Um, let me read you, and it's great because there's pictures on the wall of the famous actors and actresses who it's basically a rite of passage for British actors to come up and do some sort of residency or show uh, young, you know, early in their careers at, at the Royal Shakespeare festival in this sort of small town in England, but it is a murderer's row. Basically any British actor you've heard of has, has lived here when they were younger or done shows here. Uh, here's the list that I put together based on pictures around this bar. You ready for this? Yes. F Murray, Abraham, Judy, <laughs> <laughs> Should I have started? I should have started off with a bigger name. Immediately <laughs> starting. No, you start. You you started with a showstopper. That's, that's the problem. Best supporting actor winner for Amadeus F. Murray Abraham. I'm telling you. Um, and he's in Homeland now for you kids. For you kids out there. Yes. Uh, Judy Dench, Richard Burton, Paul Bettany, Timothy Dalton, the James Bond of the eighties. Timothy Dalton. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, speaking of Game of Thrones, Charles Dance, aka Tywin Lannister, came up through here. Yeah. Uh, uh, Daniel Day Lewis, Jude Law, Gary Oldman, Laurence Olivier, Sir Patrick Stewart, uh, Captain Picard, of course, and uh, and and Alan Rickman. Uh, they've all they've all drank at the Dirty Duck. They've all performed Shakespeare earlier in their careers. Um, it was it was great to just walk around with a with a, a a beer in your hand and and look at all these these famous actors who sh- who shared the space. Yeah, a pint, a pint, Byron. A pint, and and by beer, I mean someone pint. else. I was drinking whiskey. You you all know I don't drink beer. <laughs> I'm not going to lie was, to you. I was going to ask. That's what I was going to ask. I was going to ask what you drank because I didn't. I couldn't feature you sitting there with a a big pint of 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 lager. No, no, and you were right. It was it was I was. I was trying to sound cooler than I am. No, I had a whiskey. I had a whiskey and Coke because I'm a basic bitch. Uh, but um, oh, you're fine. Aside from the Shakespeare stuff, Stratford upon Avon is just a, a, a cool place to walk around. I, I, um, I, I went to a Trinity Church where Shakespeare is buried along with his family and his wife. Um, so you can go see, see um, where he's buried. It's all it's all Shakespeare all the time. Um, but you can also walk around the town. The, the Avon is this sleepy little river that cuts through the middle of town. Um, it, there's a Ferris wheel, and it sort of had a not a not a car- carnival atmosphere is the wrong um, way to say it, but sort of celebratory or 
um, like like people are there for fun and for Shakespeare and and we all sort of it sort of felt like we we're all in the same boat. Um, yeah. and it's and it's great. The the River Avon is is not long, it's very short or to cross, and they have um these little boats, these flat boats, sort of like you know what Huck Finn would have been on, called crankers, and the the boat is on a chain. The chain goes across the river and then you have a wheel that you spin and that cranks you along the chain from one end of the river of the other. And it costs 50, 50 pence to do this. And then you cross. That's great. <laughs> and it was great. I was, you know, I was in my hashtag uh, influencer mode, taking videos and pictures and the, the, the cranker captain asked if I wished to command the vessel and yes. crank across, which I, of course, t- did. And I, I got a fun little video of it, and uh, <laughs> it was good. I, I thanked him for the opportunity, and he said, well, you know, he, 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 he that was his break. You know, I, I gave him a, I gave him a crank, a crank journey <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah, right. Good. Yeah. Thank you. That's and um mm-hmm. and yeah, food wise, I, I we've entered the fish and chips portion of my adventures. It's I'm eating it a lot. I'm going to continue eating it. It's crazy. Fish and chips. I, I I'm staying in England for a while. This is this is a thing that's going to keep happening. Yeah, you finally got there. You finally got to the fish and chips world. Exactly. And now this is where I I balloon in weight. <laughs> do you have a so let me ask you this yeah. are you putting like what are you putting on are you do, are you doing the vinegar i'm putting on pounds the... that's what i'm putting on hey, hey. um I, i'm a mayo guy i, I like the mayo or okay. they have tartar sauce which is mayo based i i don't like vinegar i'm not a big vinegar guy i'm not a big squeeze lemon on the fish guy um mm. i i'm i like mayo you dip your fries in it you dip your fish in it and then you you go into a, a food coma. That's that's yes. how it's been going. Yeah, great. Yeah. Perfect. Um you challenged me, Landon. Yes. You challenged me to recite some Shakespeare for yes. your yes. pleasure, for the pleasure of the worldwide audience. Um <laughs> now, having played Lysander in high school, I was in tenth grade. <laughs> I was tempted to dust that off and pull out some Lysander from Midsummer Night's Dream uh, and and do a revival. But what I discovered going back through it, Lysander sucks. So <laughs> the part kind of sucks. The lovers are boring. Um, it should just be more Puck doing Puck things. So I'm not doing sure. Lysander. I'm doing uh, something from As You Like It, which I which I felt related to me and what I'm doing and traveling around the world. And there's kind of a performance element to it, but also trying to keep it real. Um, this spoke more to me. So uh, I'm going to give you uh, a monologue by Jacques from act two scene seven of, as you like it, uh, whenever you're ready. Uh, please in your own time. Okay. Now, first I need to do five minutes of vocal warmups. <laughs> A E I O U. Red leather, yellow leather. Just kidding. Just kidding. That part of my. You are an actor. I am. My voice is my instrument, Landon. That's true. I know. Okay. Here we go. Okay. 
All the world's a stage, and all the men and women merely players. They have their exits and their entrances, and one man in his time plays many parts. His acts mean seven ages, at first the infant mewing and puking in the nurse's arms, and then the whining schoolboy with his satchel and shining morning face creeping like snail unwilling to school, and then the lover, sighing like furnace, with a woeful ballad made to his mistress' eyebrow, then a soldier, full of strange oaths and bearded like the pard, jealous in honor, sudden and quick in quarrel, seeking the bubble repu uh, reputation, even in the cannon's mouth. And then the justice, in fair, round belly, with good cap and line, with eyes severe and beard of formal cut, full of wise saws and modern instances. And so he plays his part. The sixth age shifts into the lean and slippered pantaloon, with spectacles on nose and pouch on side, his youthful hose well saved, a world too for his shrunk shrank, and his big, manly voice, turning again toward childish treble, pipes and whistles in his sound, last scene of all, that ends this strange eventful history, his second childness, his second childishness, and mere oblivion, sans teeth, sans eyes, sans taste, sans everything. Thank you. Thank you. Truly. Ugh. Truly an artist for our time. Thank you. Let's all get to the dirty duck. Thank you. I, I yeah, yeah, I know. I've, I'm, I've acted. I'm ready to drink. That's how it works. <laughs> uh, it takes so much out of you, and you just need to replace it with alcohol. Right. But he's talking about how we're all actors, uh, not to take things so seriously. Jacques is a character who... Uh, is sort of the audience's eyes and it says hey remember we're all playing parts here it's uh, no no matter if you're on stage or not we're we're all this is a crazy world we're in and and we're we're just acting our way through it that's right it's all we can do uh indeed are, are you satisfied are you inspired I'm, sad. I'm, I'm beyond satisfied are you kidding me it's, it's, <laughs> it's we need to use the word pantaloon more uh in modern times <laughs> And the phrase shrunk shrank or shrunk shrunk sh shrank is really shrunk shank. good. It's good. Shrunk shank. Yeah. Shrunk shank and pantaloon. Let's make it happen. All right. I, I'm not. I'm you not, need to wear pantaloons. <laughs> wear pantaloons. I'm not getting any yeah. better than that, Landon. I, I can't. I can't. Be top the change that. you want to see in the world. No, you can't. Yeah. And that's that. I think that's amazing. <laughs> uh, I can tell that you absorbed. You absorbed all of the Shakespeare that you needed to absorb while you were there, while you were in the, you know, in the throes of it. I could totally yes. see that that's, that's and what then, happened. And then spewed it into the mic for you. Mute and spewed. Yeah, that's right. And, and, and shrank, shunk shank, shank. Shrank, shake shack. Shake shack. I spewed and I shake shacked everywhere. <laughs> I spewed shake shack everywhere. Not the of first course. time. Oh boy. The late night at the old dirty duck. <laughs> All right, next up, I'm going north. I'm going to Wales, a town called Lundedno. No boy. Which is a Welsh uh, name. I'm going to Wales. Never been there. Don't know what to expect. But I'm heading north up the English continent. Uh, uh, and uh, uh, so what do you got? What, what, what What's the challenge? What do you got for me up in Wales? 
I want you to learn something. I want you to learn how to say something in Welsh. Oh, no, okay. it, uh, this might be the hardest thing possible. Just a phrase. Just make a phrase. Just say. Oh, just say a phrase in Welsh because Landon, it is it's, a, cra- it's I mean, a crazy for, language, and they still it's I a think, crazy language. Okay. Oh my god. Oh yeah, people still speak it. Absolutely. Okay. This is tough. And it's written. You'll see it written everywhere. It uses so many consonants. Ugh. It's like the opposite of Hawaiian. Like when right. you see Hawaiian written down, it's got all these, you know, it's got vowels everywhere. They have like, I think the Hawaiian alphabet has like, I don't even know. It's got very few actual consonants yeah. in it. Okay. Yeah. And and Welsh is like that, but for like L's. That's right. I'm going to a town called Landonlo with two L's. It's, <laughs> it's L's everywhere. It, it makes Shakespeare look like child's play. Okay. This is tough, but cha- challenge accepted for, for Wales Good. next week. Yes. Excellent. Yes, perfect. I, I I had a good time in Wales as well. I went to oh, Wales. You've been there too. To, I've been there too. Where did yep. you go? Uh, what to, town did you go to? Uh, Con, uh, Conway. I went to Conway. Conway. Wales, that's right by is... London. though. Okay, cool. Uh, I'm gonna go there. Did, okay. What what is there? Do you remember? Great. Like, did you see anything? There was a what? castle. There was a castle there. A, ca- a castle. Oh, fucking great. Well, it was. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, it was like. Shut up. There was a castle there. It was cast. It's called Castle Conway, and it's very old. I think it was built in like the 12th or 13th century. Excellent. It's a very old castle. Okay. Okay, you cool. Know, there's castles. Obviously, there's castles everywhere, obviously. But Yo, I'm, I'm this is a very, landed. landed. I know. I've been to all of them. <laughs> but this is a very old. This is a very, very old castle. Not one of them and new it's like castles. The, no, and it's a fortification. It's like at the mouth of a, mm. of not a bay, but like it's where, it's where the, uh, you know, it's where the where the sea meets like the the river that that comes. Okay, in. right, yeah, right, 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 right. Okay, cool. Well, I that and, was and on it's the like map. A natural. It's right yeah. near where I'm staying, so I'm gonna do a day trip, and then we can, and then we can, uh, awesome. we can talk castle. We talk castles. Perfect. Cool, man. Uh, uh, well, safe travels, thank you. Byron. As as always, where can people find you? Totally effing lost. Uh, Effn on the Twitter, on the Instagram, on the Facebook. Um, that's, that's the jam. That's where the good bits are. So <laughs> click, click, click on it. Yo, click, clickety clack on those. Click on the good bits. Clickety clack my shrunk shanks. Oh.